This is Katie Tangen with Egg Country Farm Credit Service and a look at your crop progress and market update for the week of June 8th. Uh, as far as crop progress is concerned, really very little concern in any part of the U.S. Corn development continuing to run well ahead of average, and that's not a surprise given the way we got in the field so quickly this spring. Crop conditions this week coming in better than expected. I would venture guess that the heat that was forecasted came a little bit late in the reporting period to really show up on condition ratings. But regardless, I don't expect widespread effect from it. We did have significant moisture coming up uh, from the remnants of Cristobal that moved up the Mississippi River Valley and headed east. And then in the west, we had significant moisture from storms through central Nebraska up through the eastern half of South Dakota, the eastern third or so of of North Dakota. So no major area affected. Now we will talk about a little bit later in uh, this recording, but one area that is of concern mostly because it's in our territory is West Central to Upper South Central Minnesota. Precipitation there has been lighter, but I don't expect that it's enough to really even bring down the condition ratings for Minnesota in a significant way. Note Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin in terms of corn progress all about a week to 10 days ahead of typical crop development. North Dakota remains behind and that's probably going to be that way right through the end of the growing season. There's not a lot of ways to catch up from that kind of decline. But nationally, 89% of the U.S. crop has emerged, 5% ahead of average or about three to four days. The crop is rated 75% good to excellent condition, which is up 1% from last week. Minnesota, 97% emerged, average is 89%, but North Dakota is really the focus for our territory. North Dakota, 52% emerged on corn, the average would be 77%. Both South Dakota and Wisconsin well ahead. Looking at condition ratings, Minnesota unchanged from last week, 83% good to excellent. South Dakota unchanged, 82% good to excellent. But the two states where we did see some movement, North Dakota up 4%, and a lot of that had to do with the heat and the sunlight we finally got. North Dakota 77% good to excellent. Wisconsin up 3% to 86% good to excellent. There hasn't been a ton of news for the corn market. We did we do continue to see ethanol grind improve. It's much lower than what we would like to see this time of year, but we are headed in the right direction. Looking at soybeans, nationally soybean planting 86% complete. That's about a week ahead of the 79% average for this date. Emergence a little bit slower, but we're also ahead of average there at 67%. No major concerns. North Dakota does remain behind along with some parts of the Delta. But on the whole, the market, again, not going to be concerned at this point. Condition ratings were up 2% to 72% good to excellent. And looking at emergence, Minnesota 89% emerged compared to 73% on average. South Dakota 67%. 57 would be average. Wisconsin, 75%. 57 there would be average as well. North Dakota, 32% uh, emerged. Average is 61%. But we saw some big increases in condition ratings out of North Dakota, up 9% to 75%. Good to excellent. Remember last week, we were only 12% emerged. So now we've moved up to 32%. We're going to get those kind of big jumps in condition rating just because the crop is, is suddenly starting to show up. A little bit bigger sample size, but South Dakota also up a percent, Wisconsin up 4%. As far as exports, there is something I, I would like to point out on the soybeans because we've had a significant amount of daily reported sales. So USDA has a rule if sales are made of over 
100,000 tons, they have to be reported through the daily system. And that came about after the Russian grain robbery of the 70s. So we had about four separate reported sales in uh, on June 5th. And then on the 4th, we had a few as well. And there are four different crop years. So this isn't all for the 2021 crop year. Some of it is old crop for the 1920. But the idea is we are seeing that action start to increase as we get further and further away from Brazil's uh, harvest season. That will continue to be this way, hopefully. There's been a lot of discussion about the phase one agreement. And there was some jawing back and forth. But on the whole, I, I think we'll continue to head in the right direction. I don't know if we will be able to make the goals that were set forth under the phase one agreement, but we are headed in that direction. Spring wheat, uh, that crop continues to advance. Progress in North Dakota is really the only reason why national emergence is behind average. On the whole, 81% of the U.S. spring wheat crop has emerged compared to 91% on average. But condition ratings improved by 2% nationally to 82% good to excellent. And that's despite some dry pockets we have developing in the western half or so of North Dakota and the eastern portions of Montana. Winter wheat harvest has begun in the south. Uh, Texas now more than half done. Oklahoma 19% done. Combines are reported to be moving just north of the Kansas-Oklahoma line. Texas well ahead of average progress. That's likely because they've had a dry year even for them. Condition ratings for the winter wheat crop have held steady. So uh, there's a lot of different ways to read that when we start to get into harvest. Um, if you have condition ratings that start to increase during harvest, a lot of times it's indicating that yields are better than expected. We're not seeing that this year. Uh, and the harvest reports that were sent in to U.S. Wheat Associates, pretty variable. Yield reports have been anywhere from 10 bushel an acre in parts of Texas to 60 bushel an acre in parts of northern Oklahoma. Uh, protein right now averaging just on the light side of 12%, but it's too early to get a good read. I would suspect we maybe do end up on the light side of 12 before it's all said and done, but really we just can't say at this point. The wheat, however, is heavy. So I did say we were going to talk a little about, bit about the drought map. Uh, of all the areas, all the dry areas in Wisconsin have now disappeared. So they are off. Their, all their soil moisture is rated uh, normal to surplus. Minnesota, a little bit more complex. The total dry area didn't change. 55.67% of the state is still rated in some stage of dryness. But there is a worsening pocket in areas of Big Stone, Stevens, Pope, Swift uh, kind of clips up the southeast corner of Travers County uh, and maybe a little bit into Grant. Those areas now have a drought that's rated moderate. Outside of that, it's just unusually dry, but there is a pocket there that continues to get drier. North Dakota's total drought area increased by 4%, which was basically the far northeastern area in Pembina and Walsh counties. And then we did see it advance a little bit across parts of Kidder and Wells. Dry area in the western part of the state also got worse. So now we have 31% of North Dakota rated in moderate drought. I don't think it's a huge issue now for wheat, especially because we're so far behind in parts of the east. But at least for Durham, I think that will be watched a little bit more closely than we will see in the, the spring wheat crop. So if you have any questions, uh, please contact your insurance specialist or your loan officer with Ag Country. Um, 
Additional information can also be found at www.agcountry.com. Again, this is Katie Tangen with Ag Country Farm Credit Service.